Now, the wife is there with you in, in Studio D. Yes, she's in Studio D. She's in the annex. Has she prepared a song for today? I don't know. We need well, to find out if she's got a song. Uh, can she hear me? Singing right now. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. All of a sudden, she's share. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Excellent. Well, Pickles sings once again. That's yes. Great. It's a new it's segment. Fantastic. I love it. It's my it's, favorite new segment. It's it's my favorite as well. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, this is, uh, despite uh, what you might have thought otherwise, this is Fill Me In. Yes. It yeah, is it's episode number 117. 117? 117. <laughs> of, uh, of Fill Me In. It's a crossword yeah. podcast. The ongoing weekly uh, excitement provided to you by, by us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the selling point right there. Uh, yes. Uh, what what is uh, we what is on today's show? We have uh, some viewer mail. We yeah, we have, do. Uh, an interesting medical. We have interesting medical news. <laughs> yes. We have uh, what we have a, 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 a something about a book. We have something about a book, and we have a recap of a tournament we did not attend. It took place in San Francisco. Yes, and we will we will give you from now until we talk about it to guess who won. Okay. We'll, but do, we'll we have a con- do we have a contest of now? Uh, no, we don't. Contests are on, on hiatus still. Contests are on hiatus for right now because we, yeah. we can't get – you know what? We're totally out of contests, so send us some contests. Let's just yeah. put that out there. We sure, don't have any. Once we get some more – the contest of now will be re-energized, rejuvenate, return. <laughs> we'll do something. You want to just keep saying words that start with re? Uh, uh, read. Okay, that's a good one. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I'm out. Okay. Uh, but uh, that will all of this will happen after our favorite music, our theme music, Jag of a Hammer. some announcements right didn't you you wanted to you want to talk a little bit about about your own world your own oh, life. my own world yes well here's the deal yeah i i haven't been telling a lot of people this but i'm telling people now because i find now i'm have to tell multiple multiple people the same thing over and over again and i don't like doing that and i don't like talking about myself anyway so i'll just figure i just get it out of, out of the way and and now when people want you to tell them something about yourself you can just you know, point them in the direction of this podcast. Right. If people meet me on the street and they want to, they want to know something, I can just hand them a link and then sure. they can just click on it. And that sounds fine. Now, how do you, what, what do you hand them that they can just click on? Wouldn't that be a wonderful thing? If they can just like click on your business card. Right. If you could just hand somebody a link and then they just, it yeah. just opens right up. And then while they're, you know in, while they're interested Something. in that, you can walk away. Well, someday I'll bet that can happen. I've seen people who like wear computers on their person, like, you know, that they have some kind of helmet and they can see a screen and they have a computer draped on their arms or whatever. And I'll bet there's some way that you could hand somebody, you know, or beam somebody like off of your phone, a link and that they could just sort of receive it. And then it it goes into their helmet and they can uh, learn everything they need to know. Wow, it's sort of—it's sort of like it's like the Matrix. It's like how Keanu Reeves learned uh, kung fu or whatever. It's very much like that. What you described. I think it's identical to that. (laughs) It is. It's identical to that. I'm sorry. It was identical. (laughs) 
<laughs> so so should you even bother telling us your news about yourself or uh well you know what i will because i'm not near people yeah well you sort of have to because if the link points them to this show and then this show doesn't actually share the information then the whole thing is sort of this weird circular <laughs> something that never I ends I wonder what people think it is at this point, since we broke it up so much. Ryan is becoming a woman. That's uh, that's the big news this week. Uh, that is not it. The news is I am going back to school. What? Yes. You told me you were becoming a woman. Well, I did that to get you off the scent. Oh, oh, I see. I see. Well, I'm off it. <laughs> but now you're back on. Tell us more about uh, school. What are you I doing? I'm going back to school. Here's the deal. I I never completed school. I no. I went to UCLA and I did uh, very very poorly, extremely uh -huh. poorly, extremely poorly. How poorly did you do? Extremely poorly. Give us a just a just a sense on a scale of like one to fifty. <laughs> That's an interesting scale to be on for this. <laughs> How about, how about one? Well, I didn't. I assume you didn't do better than fifty, so that's no, why I, I there. I, I did maybe at a scale of one to fifty. I did maybe a three. <laughs> oh God! It was very bad. Wow, that's terrible. So because of that, I mean, what? I mean, it's not something that I I'm necessarily uh, uh, ashamed of. I mean, it's not something that I that if somebody asks me where I went to school, I don't lie and say I went to you know Harvard and and studied anthropology uh but that's, it's that's that's your default lie yeah it hasn't worked that's why i don't that's why i don't say it interesting um but i it's it's oh it, it's always been a little weird and especially in this in the puzzle community it's been super weird i have to admit because everybody we talk to or everybody we know is a college professor yeah and, well that's that's true that's true. I mean, everybody's, uh, you know, a math professor or this or that or something. Yeah. And, and I don't know. But that's not the reason why I'm not going back to school for that reason. Uh, I'm just going back to school just to go back to school and, and hopefully get a job that I like and not one that I, I want to rip my face off every time I go there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's important. You know, I'm a I'm a big proponent of you doing things that avoid the face ripping. Yes. Uh, particularly with regards to your job. I know you hate it. And, yeah, uh, I do hate it. So that that would be awesome. Hopefully that this will be uh, the, the beginning of a uh, good adventure. Yes. So I, I am going to uh, uh, CUNY. I'm in the CUNY system. Uh -huh. And I believe uh, uh, Jeffrey Schwartz of the Jets is also in the CUNY system as a professor. Now, are you taking one of his classes? No, I'm not. I will not be taking any of his classes. Well, I think you should. I mean, you have an in with him already. I'm sure I know, but I believe he teaches things where it's uh, where it's about astrostellar dynamics. I think he's it's an offshoot of Andrew Feist's work. I see. Doesn't he? Uh, it might be. I actually have no idea. Jeffrey, what do you what do you teach? It's some. I believe it's Mike Nothnagel. What does Jeffrey yeah, Schwartz what teach? What does Jeffrey teach? Uh, there's another one. Mike Nothnagel is also a college professor. He is. He teaches cooking. <laughs> <laughs> he teaches the sciences of cookery. <laughs> so I and and because I did so poorly, uh, uh, my GPA was so low, I did not get in anywhere except for Kingsborough Community College. Okay. Which is uh, a two and a half hour trip. It's by Coney Island. It's, oh wow. I mean, there's Coney Island, and then you go a little bit to your left, and then there's where I'm going to school. Oh my God. 
So because of that, I am taking two online classes. Uh-huh. And, uh, it's not really what I had in mind, but I'm going to take these two online classes and hopefully be able to transfer someplace closer. Perhaps Queensboro, which I where is where I think Jeffrey Schwartz teaches, uh-huh. or uh, LaGuardia, uh, which is really close to where I am, and then hopefully go and uh, transfer from there to a four-year institution. Uh-huh. Okay. Anyway, so this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning of the whole thing, which is, and it's one of the reasons why I decided to, or why we decided to stop doing the daily blog, because I just knew I wasn't going to have time. Right. Well, and we're both back in school now yes. in different ways, but neither of us has any time. Yes, we don't have any time. I'm doing a lot of writing for school all of a sudden. So yep. that's one of the reasons. It wasn't just an arbitrary uh, uh, canceling of the blog. No. No, it wasn't arbitrary. So uh, there it is. That's that's exciting. It is. It's exciting. It's exciting. Have classes started? Classes started yesterday. Okay. Yes. I have assignments that I have almost completed, which is already ahead of where I was at UCLA. That's great. I don't think I I completed anything. (laughs) How long were you at UCLA doing that? I was at UCLA. Okay. Here's the deal. I was at UCLA for almost two years. And as a transfer student into Kingsborough College now, six credits transferred over. That's the equivalent of what, like two classes two from classes. one semester? Two classes. Yeah. Uh, 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 an acting class and a philosophy class. You took philosophy? I, I guess I did. I don't remember. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah. But, but and, and on the other flip side, I'm still doing all of the other stuff that I have been doing. I'm still going to my crappy job. I'm still pursuing being an out-of-work actor, so all of that stuff still remains the same. Yeah. Yes. All uh, right. So that that's that's uh, that's that. Uh, so we should get into the next segment. Let's do that. Now I have injured my thumb. I've injured okay. my I've injured my snapping thumb. Do you need me to snap for you? I can snap. I just want to warn you that it might not be as robust as usual. Are you sure you don't want me to snap? No, I can and- snap. I can snap and you can sing. Uh, do you know how to do an open the viewer mailbag snap? I can try it. Uh, you'll hear me snap and you join in with the song when you All feel right. it's right. It'll be a, a duet. Yeah, stop that. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right. Viewer mail, opening it up. Eric Peterson lives in Florida, and he writes to us to say, Hi, guys. Glad to hear you back on the air. The new Skype technology seems to be working well. Fantastic. Uh, he goes on with, you probably already know this, but just on the very slim chance you didn't, I noticed in the Lollapazoola 3 wrap-up that you received a comment from a person named Diane Firstman. Mm-hmm. I don't know who this person is, but I do remember that there is a Diane Firstman who plays a very prominent role in Chapter 1 of the book Word Freak by Stefan Fatsis. Is she the same person? And are you familiar with this book? If not, you should totally read it in your copious free time. Thought you should know, E.P. Uh, thank you, Eric. Um, we are familiar. We've, I think we both read this book. Yeah, I've read this book before. It's a great book. It's a, it's about tournament scrabble. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this guy, Stefan Fatsis, who was a journalist, I guess, but was intrigued by the world of tournament scrabble, uh, kind of invested his wor- his life into this world and uh, immersed himself in it and became a tournament scrabble player. And, yeah, it's a good book. I read it long before I ever got into the whole crossword world. As did uh, I. Uh, it's a very good book. 
I highly recommend it. If you've not read Word Freak, you should. It's really... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a book... Uh, it's, it's the same kind of thing as uh, Wordplay. Uh, the same sort of group of peop- obsessive people. Actually, they're a little oh. bit more obsessive in the Scrabble world, it seems. I think they are, yeah. Uh, but uh, we have checked out Chapter 1, and uh, sure enough, Diane Firstman... Is the, it is the same Diane Firstman. I think it's the same Diane Firstman. I think she's a Scrabble player. And... I, I believe so. And she has come to both, to the last two Lollapazoolas. Yep. She's always at the ACPT, and she's a uh, Scrabble player. Yeah. And, well, I don't uh, know if she listens to this podcast, but Diane, if you do, write to us and say hello. You're now uh, immortalized on Fill Me In. Uh, yes. If, you, if she wasn't already uh, satisfied with being immortalized in Word Freak, she is now immortalized in uh, fill me in well word freak doesn't come in an audio format and fill me in of course doesn't come in a textual format so this way she's spanning all of her media all well some of her media two Two of her media two of her media (laughs) (laughs) what do people do individual people have different amounts of media i don't know if it's different amounts but maybe it's different numbers of media you think well, you say amount, it makes me think that media is not sort of, you know, you can't uniquely identify it. Like it's this mass of something. But well, it, she has, I, I'm referring I'm referring to the individual forms. You know, there's the spoken, the written, the performed, whatever. Uh-huh. Well, I, amount, I mean, that you just you just mentioned three media. So that's an well, amount no, I'm, media. When you say amount, I think of something that can't be counted, like... Uh, like pasta? You know, Sure, like pasta, pasta or sand or water, you know, something that is a, is a I don't know, is an amount. <laughs> something from the worst menu ever. Pasta <laughs> or sand or water. <laughs> yes, that'll be at Brian's Spaghetti Shack opening in Syracuse this winter. Ooh. Yeah. I'm there. Yeah, are you? Yes. Pasta, sand and water. You have to eat outdoors in the snow. Oh, Okay. Trying to make it the worst restaurant ever. It sounds terrible. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that was the viewer mail. Oh, we got to close it. Here we go. Viewer mail. Closing it up. All right. Uh, we have a segment. Uh, 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 this is a, a health segment. A health segment. This yeah. is our weekly health segment. Yeah. We would like to, uh, you know, as a public service announcement, uh, let you know that doing crossword puzzles can supposedly delay dementia yes this is according to bbc news health from about a week ago uh they had an article puzzles and crosswords may delay dementia and uh i've heard of this before now this is this study has been around for a while people have uh, talked that you know and there's logic to this of course you do you know you do these brain games and it stimulates brain growth it stimulates brain development and theoretically using it more lets it run down less Right. Yeah. I I mean, it seems to make sense to me. Yeah, it does. Although this study also said that if you succeed in delaying dementia, all you you still are only delaying it. And eventually dementia will beat you and uh, it it will be much more severe in the end uh, than it would have otherwise been. So this is this is a horrible article. Well, I don't know if it's that dementia will ultimately be more severe. I just think it's that when it finally sets in, it's much more advanced. It is less gradual. So basically, you, know? you, 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 if dementia was a book, you miss the first six chapters. 
Yeah. It's like if you didn't do crosswords and you were about to become demented at age 60 uh, and then it gets really bad at age 65. If you do crosswords, then you don't get demented at 60. But at 65, you still get age 65 version of dementia. Well, this sucks. So it does still kind of suck. But then on the flip side, you still get more years of non-dementia mental agility. That, I mean, that's good. So that part is good, I suppose. But there should be a puzzle that you can do that wipes it out completely. Yes, there should, shouldn't there? That's that's what we need to work on. Okay, we'll work on the puzzle that eliminates the onset of Alzheimer's. As a puzzle community, this should be our goal. Uh, do we have any other segments before uh, the last segment? Yeah, we do. We're going to talk a little bit about the, uh, the, the, base, oh, yes. the crossword tournament. There was so, a crossword uh, tournament this past weekend. Yeah, it was on. Uh, it was on Saturday. It was. It was on Saturday, the tenth of September. I think Tyler Hinman was it's, one of the hosts the of it. What's that? Saturday was the eleventh. Saturday was the eleventh. I think it was on Friday, the tenth. I think it was on the tenth. It was on Friday. I don't know when it was. It was this past weekend. It doesn't Who matter. Was? It was already. It's already over. Yeah, and and I didn't go. And I didn't go. All right. Well, I wasn't invited. I wasn't either. But you know who did go, and you know who won. Uh, let me guess. See if you can guess. Uh, Eric Maddy. Yes. <laughs> yes, no fanfare, no pomp and circumstance, but Eric Maddy did win. Uh, and he won by a pretty sizable margin. Unsurprising. Uh, but Eric Maddy is terrific. He won all the college tournaments, right? He won Brown, Harvard, uh, Texas A&M. Uh, <laughs> he won the L.A. Crossword Tournament. <laughs> Yeah, and and he he perennially finishes very high in the ACPT standings as well. I yeah, I think he, I mean that's it's it's kind of like uh, Michelle Kwan right now. He she he. Uh, Please I, go on. Well, I mean Michelle Kwan won the the world championship. She won the U.S. championship. She won uh-huh. this. She won that. But then when it came to the Olympics, she could never get the gold. Ah, I see. So, so is that Eric Matty? He hasn't won the ACPT. This is just one of the things that Eric Maddy has in common with Michelle Kwan. It's a <laughs> whole a list. A whole <laughs> list of things. This is the one that pertains to puzzles and this podcast. I see, I see. Uh, well, that sounds good. Yes. Yeah, I wish I had gone. Yeah, yeah, so do, so do I. I wish I had known about it. I wish I had been invited, Tyler Hinman. Why didn't I get invited to this uh, tournament? Mike Nathanago, why didn't Tyler Hinman invite us to the Bay Area Crossword Tournament? Yeah, uh, this is important. It is. Uh, look on the horizon. It's a thunder god, and he's holding an invitation that he's not giving us. Tyler Hinman, thunder god. <laughs> so we're gonna uh, start. We're gonna start actually with an extra day. We're gonna start with Sunday, September fifth, by Will Nettiger. Will Nettiger. So this puzzle was called Turning Back, and the long theme answers in this were two-word phrases where the second word was uh, uh, reversed to yes. change the meaning. So like uh, 40, uh, 45 across looks like the clue was giving an award to the wrong person, and you take the phrase prize pupils, but you change pupils to slip up, and it becomes prize slip up. Prize slip up. It's pretty clever. Yeah, it reminds me of that that Patrick Blindauer Andrew Carla Michaels puzzle where everything was reversed. Ah. Monday, September sixth, by Randall J. Hartman. Randall J. Hartman, and his picture looks like he's starring in a 1970s sitcom. Okay, is it a good show? 
uh, it seems like a good show. So it's not one of those. It was on for half a season and then got canceled. No, 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 no. It seemed like a very good show. Oh, okay. He was the, the, the patriarch of a of a brood of of uh, of of waifs. All right. Well, maybe I'll see if that's available on Hulu. It should be. I'd like to watch that. This was all about Saturday night. Okay. Wasn't it? I think so. Yes. Uh, popular date time. Uh, and Saturday night can precede the starts of the theme answers. So you had uh, uh, special forces. So Saturday night special. Uh, uh-huh. Pitch. Saturday night fever. And then Saturday night liver. Wait. Saturday night. Uh, Live. I think. Saturday Live. night live. <laughs> liver. Yeah. It's, a, it's a TV show. Maybe you've seen it. Saturday night live. Well, you see, live remote could also be read as liver emote. It could. It could. Definitely. Yeah. There's there there's your there's your there's your contest. Come up with a clue for liver emote. That sounds good. Come up with a good clue for liver emote. There's your contest. We'll, we'll send you a, a Blue Mountain e greeting card as as a prize. Uh, so uh, Tuesday, September seventh, by Mary Ellen Uthlaut. Uthlaut. Am I saying that right? Uthlaut. I do not know. This is her debut. Is it Uthlaut? Uthlaut. Uh, we had uh, this was uh, you, you added let to different things to make other things. Uh, so you took the phrase like twenty across is meat slice on the highest shelf, and the standard phrase is a cut above, and you add let in the middle of it becomes a cutlet above. Yes. I'm not uh, really sure what it means to add let. Is there some meta clue in here that explains that? I don't think so. I so do I not. It just sort of is random that you add let to these words. It and, seems like it. So loose leaf becomes loose leaflet. Uh, 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 ring tones becomes ringlet tones. Uh huh. And e- uh, eavesdrop becomes eaves droplet. Yeah. All right. I got a little. I got a little hung up here because uh, seventeen across entertainment you might have a hand in was a question mark clue. It made me think it was going to be part of the theme, and it even had an et in it somewhere. So I thought, oh, that's where the let goes. But uh-huh. instead, the answer was puppet show, which is yes. a very clever answer to that clue. But uh, but it's not a theme answer. And it, being at 17 across, you would think it would be. That's exactly right. It was at 17 across, popular spot for theme answer number one. Yes. But it was not. Alas. <laughs> Wednesday, September 8th by Tracy Gray. Another debut. Uh, she She's no longer isn't – she, isn't that the singer, the singer-songwriter, Fast Car? No, that's Tracy Chapman. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe uh, Tracy Gray is like her her nom de puzzle. It could be her nom de puzzle. There is no picture here. Yeah, so, so maybe it's Tracy Chapman. She's going incognito. Perhaps. Yeah. Uh, this uh, had a Z's. Uh, uh, this was a, 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 what do you call it? A rebus. Things had Z's. Sure. Them. What was catching some Z's? Catching yeah. some Z's. So two Z's were, were, were stuffed into one square. You call that a rebus? How is it not a rebus? Well, I don't know. Is it a rebus if you just sort of double a letter in certain squares? That makes it a rebus? I thought a rebus in the crossword world is putting more than one one letter in a in a square. I guess. I always thought it was like putting a full word in a square. Well, I I mean, I couldn't – what's the difference really? ZZ is not a word. Well, I understand it's not a word, but it's the same concept. Okay. No? Sure. All right, fine. I don't care. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, so, of course, there was ZZ Top. Uh, yeah. Razzmatazz. Puzzle was one. 
Yeah. Uh, so this was, uh, you know. Fuzzy Wuzzy. Fuzzy Wuzzy was a bear. Keep going. Is that is that the poem? In the eighteen ninety two Kipling poem, Fuzzy Wuzzy. Is yeah. that is that did he write Fuzzy Wuzzy was a bear? Fuzzy Wuzzy had no hair. Is that the is that the poem? You're not going to finish the poem for me. I feel very. I I, I don't know the rest of it. Do you know the rest I, of it? I don't know the rest of it. Fuzzy Wuzzy wasn't fuzzy, was he? Was he? I don't know. Is that the end? Uh, who knows the Fuzzy Wuzzy poem? Yes. Uh, Somebody out there. Here's what I'd like. Somebody out there, please record yourself, audio recording of yourself doing an interpretive reading of the Fuzzy Wuzzy poem and email that to us. Yes, please. I'd really like uh, an MP3 or an MP4. You can record it on your iPhone or on whatever. Send us a digital recording of the Fuzzy Wuzzy poem uh, or we don't podcast next week. Boom. Threats. Thursday, September 9th by Kevin Wald. We met Kevin Wald in Boston. This is the debut uh, puzzle for Kevin Wald? I believe so. It was wow. his new, new York Times puzzle. I, I mean, he's made other kinds of puzzles yes. in other places. I think he's big in the NPL and stuff like that. Yes. We met him at, at – did you say this? We met him at Boston, in Boston? Yeah, we met him at sort of the after tournament, after party thing. Yes, he, he gave us a very difficult uh, cryptic. A, yeah. What was it? A cryptic with a twist? What do you call those? A variety cryptic. Variety cryptic, right. right. I really like variety cryptics. And, I, and that one that Kevin designed that he gave us there in Boston, I thought was terrific. Yeah, so he's a brilliant guy. And this was a fun concept. I really like this. this. The concept of this was that the black squares made shapes within the grid. And then the clues referenced the shapes that the black squares made. So like uh, 18 across was higher septet of black squares in this grid typographically. It looks like a letter L, and the answer is capital L. Yes. C-A-P-I-T-A-L-E-L-L, capital uh -huh. L. And you, each you of, had – go ahead. No, I was just going to say each of the collections of black squares represented different shapes. You had right. an apostrophe. You had a comma. You had a seven. You had a dashes. You had a slash. slash. mark. Yeah. It was, this was a lot of fun. I, it was, I like these self-referential type uh, – puzzles this was a great thursday concept this is really 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 smart you know what now that i'm thinking about it i don't think i was able to complete this oh really i yes. did i think i did i couldn't get uh oh you know what i couldn't get nine across seven really yes i did all the top right i couldn't figure out i didn't get viewers huh. yep wow interesting yeah yeah, yeah. seven now I, you know i want to do a slight tangent here on seven I've, I was reading something online uh, that had to do with the movie Seven. Uh huh. It really irritates me when people spell the title of the movie Seven with the digit seven in place of the V. Uh huh. Yeah, I know. I hate that. Why do you hate that? Because that's not the word. That uh -huh. was a typographical game used in the in the poster and in the in the credits, and it was just sort of graphic art. And it's clever graphic art. But if you're not going to replicate the graphic art, if you're just going to reference the title of the movie in an otherwise plain text paragraph, just spell it like the word. Well, people – but when you, when you spell it with the seven, then people automatically know what you're talking about. I automatically knew it was a paragraph about the movie. Yeah, I, I, get, I, I, I get that. But you know, people like to have a little bit of fun. I don't like that kind of fun. I like very specific fun, and that's not included. <laughs> I don't like that. Oh, I, sorry. No, no, no. Buzz away. Go ahead. Go ahead. Friday, September 10th by Peter Wentz. Peter Wentz. Yeah. This was a good Friday. Uh, this, was, this was difficult. I thought yep. but I was able to finish it. 
Yep, I was too. But it had a ton of great letters scattered all over the grid, which was one of lots of scrabbly letters, as they say. Uh, did you know 1995 platinum rap hit that starts to all the ladies in the place with style and grace? I do not know that song. I, I Big Papa. Yeah, Big Papa. I did not know that at all. I just nope. kind of got that. with. Uh, I don't know any rap, to tell you the truth. None. I, I'm, I'm not interested in rap. Well, I mean, it, you don't have to be interested in it to know to 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 have known some titles of some songs. I, I don't know that I do. How about Funky Cold Medina? That's a rap. Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Tone Loke. So maybe rap from the late '80s. I I know a little bit of. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that. But I had a job. I had a job. The late '80s for me was high school, and I had a. A part-time job when I was in high school at a clothing store, Levinsky's Clothing Store, and uh, they played the radio there at Levinsky's. Uh, you know, we didn't have a sound system in the store, but we just had little plug-in radios in each room, uh-huh. and we, we had to be all on the same station, of course. But uh, our station was sort of like you know the pop hits of the day kind of stuff, and I, so I think that late '80s rap I heard some of while I was there folding jeans at. At Levinsky's. Just wanted you to say that again. Really, Levinsky's? <laughs> Levinsky's. Yeah, Levinsky's. It's not there anymore. It used to be in Portland, Maine, and it's not there anymore. I don't know what's there now, but uh, it's not Levinsky's. So anyway, this puzzle also had a little reference to Neville Fogarty. Eight down, uh, like a wet Nerf ball, squishy. Ah, yes, yeah, squishy. squishy. So, so uh, congratulations, Neville. Yeah, nice, nice job appearing in a puzzle. Yes. Yeah, it's good. Saturday, September 11th. Hey, hey. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Who do you think you are? Sorry. My bad. My My bad. Saturday, September 11th, 2010 by Brad Wilbur. You got the date. (laughs) Why do you think Saturday was the 10th? So this is the second time you made that mistake. I said Saturday, September 11th, 2010. No, No, you didn't. You just said Saturday, September 10th. I said 2010. No, you didn't. You said Saturday, September 10th. I swear to God. Saturday, September 11th, 2010. You're like the king in in, in Holy Grail. Saturday, September 1. Saturday, <laughs> September 44th. <laughs> uh, yes, go ahead. Anyway, it was uh, Brad Wilbur who makes great uh, puzzles, but uh, I could not solve this. I could not solve it either. We are, we have Neither of us have looked at the answers yet. No, I don't know any of the – I got the bottom left, and that was it. The rest of it is pretty blank. I got uh, I got the, the bottom, yeah. and then I got some of the middle, and I got a little bit of the top. I, yeah, got, I, I got one across. You did? The film is The Bad Seed. Oh, The Bad Seed. Okay, I'm going to write that in. Uh, but then uh, 15 across, a Victorian conveyance, I think might be – Velocibike, but Velocibike? <laughs> Seriously, Velocibike? I think it might be. Well, you know what? I take that back because where I think the B is is actually a P. I think the because I think seven down is Spiels. Oh, is it really? So maybe like uh, I don't know, Velosa Velosapram. Veloc, I but I, you pet ten down is Dean. First name in fifties comedy. Velasa 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 boat Velasa raptor. Velasapone. Velasapone. I'm gonna go. Velasapone. That sounds good. I'm gonna write that in too. Campaign setting for Moshi Diane. 
Uh, yeah, it's probably the uh, you know the Arabian Peninsula. I, I, well, I think it's something C, like the Sacrosy. Oh, that sounds good. That that could be. That could be. Uh, it could be a lot of things. This was this is a, still a blank grid for me. Uh, so I have lots of blank answers. Sixty six across high point of nineteen eighty news. I really think that it's I turned seven, but I turned uh, it is, seven. It doesn't fit. It is Mount Saint Helens. No, I don't think so. I think it's I turned seven, but I need to add a couple of boxes in order to fit that. The first one, the first one I knew on this one, fifty nine across film critic yeah. Gleiberman. Oh, I, I it's Owen, right? Yes, it's Owen. Yeah. I never heard of him, but... Uh... All right, so now I'm going to look at the answers. Oh, okay. Let's look at the answers. Velocipede. Velocipede. Velocipede and Suez Crisis, not yeah, Sacrosy. Not Sacrosy, no. Oh, wow. Okay. Interesting. Well, wow. There it is. I don't think I ever would have finished this. No. Nope. Nope. I, not a chance. Velocipede is not something I know. Nope. Let's go on. All right. Sunday, September 12th, by Paula Gamash, bearer of bad news. So uh, Paula, Paula's making her debut in the Times here. Yes. She's not. <laughs> she's, she's a rare name on a yeah, byline. Yeah, you never yeah. see her name on a byline. Certainly not, you know, this year. This is like, what, only her 40th puzzle of 2010? <laughs> uh, something like that. Yeah. Uh, so this was a rebus. I think yeah, I could say well, that. I think this uh, one is Rebus. The, the words, uh, it, the, the theme is it's going to cost you, and the, the, the words arm uh, or leg are uh, appear in squares yep. throughout the puzzle. So as in it's going to cost you an arm and a leg. And you said you could not finish this. You know what? I found it, I'll be honest, I found it to be uh, some Sundays, as I mentioned on the blog maybe a month ago or two months ago, uh, I just feel like homework at a certain point. Yeah. And kind of uninteresting. Uh, I I found this one actually more enjoyable uh, than I expected to. Really? Okay, great. Yeah. Did you finish it? I did, and Good. I finished it relatively quickly. It took me about 20 minutes. Uh, Wonderful. Yeah, and and so I I mean I got the theme pretty early on, and I got the theme pretty early. There were a couple of spots that I did not know things, and I had to guess like. 25 across what Fels Naptha banished in old ads. I've never heard of Fels Naptha. Now, I did figure out that it was a it was a theme entry and leg was in there somewhere. And I got eventually Tattletail G R blank blank. Ah. And the end of it was crossing 17 down those to Tomas. I never know the Spanish words. E-S something S. And then 18 down. Uh, seven seas of blank early queen hit. I had no idea. Right. So these two made up words, as far as I'm concerned, something Spanish and something imaginary finish off tattletale GR blank blank. And then I guessed and got it right. Tattletale gray, apparently. So I guess Fels, Fels Napfa is some kind of a, a cleaner. I would, I would guess it would be a, a, a hair dye, a hair. Oh, maybe it's a hair dye. I don't know. Uh, that sounds good. A hair dye sounds good. So the tattle, the gray is tattletailing, tattletelling that you're old. I see. Okay. Well, I guess that's reasonable. Oh, all right. Sure. Uh, I, I don't know why people complain about their hair going gray. I don't understand that. As long as yeah, you can, you complain about your hair just leaving your head. Yes. As long as it's connected to your scalp, why yeah. complain about it? 
I well, don't, I don't get it. Because people I, complain about what they have. Well, well, I'm I complain about what I'm not going to have at some point. You're complaining about what you have, which is the potential for baldness. Not the potential for baldness, the factual uh, appearance of baldness. Well, you are not yet bald. Right now, all you have is the potential for baldness. All right, fine. You could even argue that you have the likelihood for baldness. I think I do. And I, and I've, and, and, and I read the BBC, and I've been doing puzzles like crazy, and I'm, yeah. my hair is still falling out. Well, I think maybe all the, all the new brain cells you're developing are pushing your hair out. Maybe you Thanks. should stop doing it. You have to decide, Ryan, whether you want baldness or dementia. <laughs> <laughs> you, ha you are required to have one of the two. You can't have both, though. No, you can't have both, but you also can't have neither. I'm going for dementia. All That's, right. I'm, I'm putting my money on dementia. Well, yeah, well, you have a nice thick head of hair. Well, I have plenty of hair, and uh, I really think that my wife is going to have a lovely time uh, ordering me about when I don't know what the hell's going on. Well, she, she does have a lovely time with that right now. She does, although I do know what's going on. But uh, you just, someday you just I will to recognize it. Well, now, now I know someday I won't, but she'll still have a lot of fun. Okay.